Dharma Bites is brought to you by Free Buddhist Audio, the Dharma for real life. Our work is funded entirely by donations from our generous listeners. If you would like to help us keep this free, come and join us at freebuddhistaudio.com forward slash community. Thank you and happy listening. So I'm not going to talk about the content of the teaching of Pratishya Samhapada. I'm going to talk a little bit more about what kind of a, a beast it is and what sort of relationship I understand we are to have with it. It seems to me that what we're trying to do is listen to what the Buddha has to say about his experience through all these, this plethora of different modes of expression that have grown up historically, we're trying to hear the, the voice of one who has seen things as they are. And uh, we're trying to listen closely to what he says so that our own way of seeing things comes to be what his way of seeing things is, as it were, in our own way. Uh, so that the teaching is not intended as... Um, a philosophical statement, although it has philosophical implications, important philosophical implications. What I'd, un what I'd understand by a philosophical statement would be a statement about the way things are, which is derived from uh, intellectual reflection, uh, which is, in the Buddhist terms, beaten out by reason. Uh, so it's arrived at as an expression of uh, uh, the way things are, simply through reason. Of course, it can't be simply through reason, but largely through reason. But uh, the teaching of Pratichya Samuppada is not of that kind. Although you can take it as a philosophical statement, you can reflect upon it uh, from a rational point of view, you can see its implications, um, you can work it out in more and more detail and in different contexts, which is what the Buddhist tradition does, uh, but that's not primarily what it is. It's the Buddha trying to tell us how he sees things. That's the way it seems to me we need to approach it. So we need to listen to it with a sort of double ear, one ear that's, well, two ears, uh, one ear that's sort of listening to the rational content, another ear that's listening for the sort of authentic experience that that rational expression comes out of. Um, and, well, we want to do that because, presumably, we have faith in the Buddha. Uh, that's what it means to go for refuge to the Buddha, uh, that we have confidence that the Buddha has an experience which is uh, more in tune with the way things are than our own is, and we want that. Uh, we want to reproduce that for ourselves, in ourselves, because we believe that that will liberate us from suffering, and enable us to live uh, in a more harmonious way, in a fully harmonious way, with uh, everybody else, everything else. So, that's what the teaching of Pratichya Samuppada is uh, about. It's the Buddha telling us how he sees things, so that we can, uh, through engagement with it, arrive at that understanding for ourselves. In 
It's, it seems to be a very difficult microphone to work with. It needs a, a fluff over it. I'll do my best. Um, yes, it's not. It's not uh, a forecast. It's not. It's not. A, it's not beaten up by reason. It's not like a forecast of the weather. You know, the weather then, by looking at computer analyses and data from the past and so forth, tell us what the weather is likely to be tomorrow. This is more like the Buddha looking out the window and saying what's happening right now. Um, so the, the, the weather forecast is an extrapolation based on reason that the Buddha is talking directly from what he perceives. Uh, and he's doing it so that we can arrive at the same perception. And although we must reason about it in order to engage with it, uh, we're doing that reasoning in order to change our relationship to our experience. We're not doing that reasoning to come up with a, a nattier uh, phrase to trot out, as it were. Uh, we're, we're doing it so that our whole way of experience, or relationship to our experience, is affected and transformed. So it's the Buddha's best effort at getting across how things appear to him. Uh, Pratitya Samuppada is his most important uh, synoptic teaching, his most important teaching about the way things are, as it were, from a global perspective. Uh, and it's his attempt to get across to us how they appear to him. Uh, Bhante said of uh, Pratitya Samuppada that if the Buddha had said any more than he said in that teaching, he would have fallen into views, or he would have appeared to fall into views. If he said any less than what he said, he would have been silent. Well, uh, silence can be communication, and there are circumstances in which the Buddha was able to communicate his experience, apparently, in silence, even just holding up a golden flower. But uh, silence can usually, often, be simple dumbness. And uh, in this case, it would have been uh, just not telling us how he saw things, so that we couldn't arrive at that experience for ourselves. Uh, but at the same time, words are hostages to fortune. Every time you speak a word, you may have a meaning behind that word, but you cannot guard against the possibility of people taking the words that you use and getting them to mean something different. I've had some personal experience. Um, I think it's not that you can't communicate truth. I think that's quite important. It's often said, oh, you can't communicate truth. You can communicate the truth. Problem is that you can't make sure that uh, your, your communication will not be misunderstood. Anything you say can be twisted and mean to mean anything even particularly opposite to what you mean. So, if words are a hostage to fortune. Um, so the Buddha needs to try to say something that gives as few hostages to fortune as possible. Uh, he needs to say something that communicates the truth, but which, uh, uh, without giving too many possibilities of what, he speaks, of what he says, being interpreted as views. That is, as either uh, positing real existent entities, or as positing a real absence of existence. He's got to communicate in a way that doesn't set up in our minds either the idea of it is, or the idea that it isn't, to put it simply. 
Uh, and that is what Pratitya Samapada is. It's the Buddha's attempt to uh, avoid those extremes. It's the, 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 the most he can say without falling into those extremes. And, as it happens, we know that later tradition um, did fall into those extremes, even with that teaching. Uh, you could say that the Dhamma uh, theory of uh, early Abhidhamma, or middle Abhidhamma, was a seizing upon Pratisha Samapada and making it into views, or a teaching that comes from Pratisha Samapada and making it into views. Um, and Nagarjuna's uh, protest was against that uh, transformation of Pratisha Samapada into um, a view, a positivist view, or a negative view. So the Buddha is trying to uh, avoid falling into views, and he's trying to do it without simply remaining silent. So we're invited to listen to what the Buddha has to say as a gateway to insight. Uh, we're invited to listen to it, to try to hear behind his words, or within his words, his direct experience of the way things are. So how do we do that? Well, the first thing we do is to be clear about what he actually did say. And that's not a simple matter. I think that'll come out a bit in what follows. It's not easy to uh, uh, to really hear, even from a, 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 a sort of phenomenological point of view, what he did say about Pratishya Samapada. There are a lot of myths, even amongst us. I'm sure Sagramati will be uh, uh, tilting, not at those windmills, but those, uh, those myths. Um, there are so many sort of things we think the Buddha said that he didn't actually say. And that's one of the reasons why we've been very keen to establish a more rigorous program of study uh, than is common amongst us in the Dhammapada College and the, the Dhammaduta course. We want people to have a, a much more accurate understanding of what the Buddha did say so that we can listen more uh, uh, informally to what his voice is, uh, is getting at. So... We need to first of all hear what the Buddha really said. Uh, and then we need to reflect upon it. We need to talk about it. Uh, but talk about it in a way that enables us to get closer and closer to the Buddha's meaning, to what the Buddha uh, was trying to get at, to the Buddha's experience, if you like. And that is what Dhammakata is. Uh, it's an attempt to, through conversation with each other and through internal dialogue, to uh, penetrate more deeply into the real meaning of what the Buddha was saying. Um, and we do that. We, we, we engage in that process of reflection, reflection internally and reflection in dialogue, uh, until moments of understanding arise. And I think this is not an uncommon experience. You, you listen to a teaching and you have for a few moments the sense that you know what it means um, in your bones, you might say, in your blood. Uh, not as a mere rational um, you know, ability to manipulate the, the, the concepts, uh, but you know directly what it means. And so through your reflection, for a few moments at least, that sort of uh, realisation arises. And uh, with that it's usually accompanied by a strong sense of conviction, a strong sense of, yes, this is the truth. Uh, this is the way things are. 
And uh, what the tradition says is that you stay with that experience of conviction. You rest in that state of, state of conviction in your uh, absorption, in your meditative absorption. You remain with that state of conviction. And, uh, of course, it fades, it goes away again. And you need then to re-engage with what the, the teaching says uh, through your own reflection and through Dhammakata until that sense of conviction arises again. You go through that process over and over and over. Shrutamai uh, Pragna, Chintamai Pragna, Ahavnamai Pragna. You rest in that conviction uh, when it arises. When it fades, you go back to reflection and to, uh, to listening to making clear what the Buddha is saying. You go on doing that so that it becomes, the conviction strikes deeper and deeper and becomes more and more abiding and uh, begins to transform every aspect of your, of your life so that your, your way of interacting with others, your relationship to life itself uh, begins to be affected by that, uh, that conviction. And uh, in that way, you engage with what the, the Buddha was trying to say and make it your own. And this is what uh, Pratisha Samapada about, is about. It's about us coming to uh, a conviction of the truth of what the Buddha is saying and through our own experience. And uh, we engage in Dhammakata to that end. So, but that must all be premised on being clear about what the Buddha did actually say. And uh, I think that uh, it would be very useful indeed if there was amongst us a much greater particularity and uh, clarity about the, the, the Buddha's uh, basic teachings and their reflection in tradition. And I'm hoping that something of the flavour of that variety and uh, uh, accuracy will come out in the, the following um, talks. But essentially what I wanted to communicate was that we're listening to the teaching of Pratitya Samuppada not as uh, a philosophical theorem, although it has that uh, appearance and even use, but as the expression of what the Buddha actually saw. And that by engaging with it, uh, first of all in reflection and discussion, and then when, once that conviction begins to arise within us in meditation, uh, then we arrive at, at, at uh, the Buddha's realisation. And that was why he taught Pratija Samapada. We hope you enjoyed the talk. Please come and help us keep this free at freebuddhistaudio.com forward slash community. And thank you.